Welcome to the Bold Survivor Collective. I'm Contessa Aiken. This is the place where we take a stand. We rise up. We no longer allow trauma to be our voice or to be who we are. We pee into the wind. We run forward to our deepest desires and we don't stop until we get there. I hope you enjoy this episode. Dive right on in. And why are you already emotional? What's going on? <laughs> um, I don't know. I I cry at everything. Me too. <laughs> so like, I'm like giggling, but I'm crying right now. Like, it's not like sad or anything like that. I just. When you're in your heart, when you feel your heart, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just everywhere. <laughs> okay. So why are we here? Why are we, um seeing each other what's going on um I feel like I'm like I'm like 32 years old like I'm supposed to know what's going on by now and I don't um I feel like I haven't done anything with myself I don't know I don't have direction I don't know what I want in my heart like profession wise and when I think of certain things that I'm like well you know that would probably work for someone else but but not like nobody would want to do that for me or you know like nobody would want to be a part of something like that that I'm doing um so I don't know I just I really would like to learn more about myself and learn who I am Okay. How long ago did you graduate? Pathways? Mm-hmm. Uh, two years. My two-year anniversary is in like two months. Okay. So uh, give me a little bit of background. Um, what do I need to know about you? Have you experienced any trauma? And uh, where are you now? Uh, oh. I'm in a really safe place now. Um, I've been brought up in turmoil pretty much my whole life. There's always, you know, something going on to where it's, there's some type of traumatic thing happening. Um, like you just, uh, just like people fighting or like direct abuse on, onto you or otherwise? Um, for most of my life, it's been direct abuse on me. Um, my mom was an alcoholic. She was verbally and um, verbally, emotionally, physically abusive. Um, my ex after my ex of 10 years was also verbally and emotionally abusive. The ex I had before that was verbally and physically abusive. Um, it's been a pattern for sure. Um, I have a daughter, um, and a lot of the times whenever, uh, like with my mom or my ex, sometimes that would, she was used as a pawn a lot. And so I have a lot of guilt 
surrounding that. Um, I was talking to Lancey actually whenever I, <laughs> whenever I got oh, your message. Now I know why you're scared. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's got boxes through my house. <laughs> 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 I was like, well, look at your junk. Yeah. <laughs> now you get to look at your junk. That's right. But um so I was talking to her and um a lot of uh like I uh, sh- selfish. My mom called me selfish a lot. My ex called me selfish. My current girlfriend calls me selfish. And I'm trying to figure out if I'm like actually selfish because I feel like I'm doing things for other people. And I'm like, how, I I don't know if it's because I'm putting myself in these situations with other people that are, that have like, that feel that way. Or if it's just, if I'm actually being selfish, like with this, I was like, this is something that I never would have actually done. And I was on the phone with Lancey and I was like, somebody canceled. I wonder if maybe I could have it or maybe, I don't know. And I never would have asked. And I was like, she's not going to do it, but I was going to do it anyway. So I might as well just ask. And then, yeah, and then I was, like, ecstatic and scared all at the same time, but I don't know, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, my current relationship, like, she feels like, I feel like, which we haven't really talked much about it, but I feel like she feels like I'm not contributing, but I'm, like, transferring hold checks so that we can do rent or paying you know, her car insurance or paying for her toll tag or, you know, I'm like, how am I not contributing? You know, and so I don't, I don't know if I'm like, it's like, I feel like I'm, I don't know, like I'm maybe I'm maybe some, maybe I am doing something wrong. I don't know. yeah what do you think you've actually communicated to me so far I have no clue nothing (laughs) actually a lot (laughs) a lot right Uh, number one you are a victim long after you've been victimized and um you're probably more comfortable in turmoil and the fact that you don't have turmoil right now, you've created some internally so that you can find a place of comfort. Maybe. Did Lancy tell you how I work? Uh, not much. Okay. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and clear that out of here. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> Let me see. Where do I start? Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of neuro-linguistics programming? Okay. No. Um, essentially, that's that's the the biggest skill set that I use when I'm on my coaching calls. And neuro meaning brain. Uh, what what does the brain do? How does it react? You know, what what's the structure? All that kind of fun stuff. But also uh, language. And and most of the part that I use is the language part because everything that you believe about yourself, the rules that you have in place, the um, the thoughts and the patterns that you have are all caught up in your language. 
And it's not even just the words that you use, it's in what order you use them and how you structure what it is that you're actually saying. That means more than the words that are coming out of your mouth. Does that make sense? And so what I do when I'm uh, on a coaching conversation, uh, I pretty much purposely, yeah, pretty much all the time and doing something on purpose. And uh, that could be that I throw out, say, um, something that's not completely true to see how you handle it. What do you do? Do you stand up for yourself? Do you not stand up for yourself? Do you accept it as truth? Do you not accept it as truth? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And, you know, for the most part, I tend to just cut through the crap and just get right to the core of things. Fair enough. Um, and sometimes that can be a little off putting. It can feel a little too fast, too hard, too soon. And so if that's how you feel, then it is up to you to let me know. Cause otherwise I don't know. And I'll just keep going down the road that I'm going down, but I do have a, a big old toolbox of a million different approaches and a thousand different ways that we can do things. Um, but it does require your participation on that part. Make sense. Yep. So when I throw out that you are, uh, playing the victim long after you've been victimized, what comes up for you? Then I'm probably doing something wrong. And that right there highlights why I said what I said. Are you in fact doing anything wrong? If you look at what you're doing, are you doing anything wrong? I don't know. Maybe I could do more. Okay. This is not a gray area. This is a yes or a no. Are you doing anything wrong? No. What would be wrong? To not try. What else? And to let somebody else carry all the weight, not contribute. Okay. What else? Um, to not show my daughter how to stand up for herself. Can we go ahead and throw in verbal, emotional, physical abuse? Are you doing those things? No. Okay. So you're actually not often try to not um like when I'm having trouble right now with my partner and her not getting along like at all. Your partner and, so, and your daughter. Yeah. So when that happens, I tend to like back off and distance myself from my daughter and kind of like pull back and I tend to like stay around my fiance because if I'm around one of them, then neither of them can fight. But my fiance can't say that I'm leaving her behind. Yeah. So how does that make you feel? Like shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got yourself in quite the double bind, don't you? Always. <laughs> always, you say. Why always? I don't know, because there's always something wrong. Except you just said there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, it can be a little tricky, so I set you up. 
Yeah. So I asked you if you are in fact doing something wrong. And what was your final answer? No. No. And you keep going back to that you're doing something wrong. Why is that? I don't know. I think it's been... I think it's a conditioned response. I think it's something that has been like reinforced throughout my life that there's something wrong with me. Um, my mom would always ask, you know, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? What's wrong with you? Why would you do that? And so it, you know, pretty much beating in my head. If, if something's going wrong, then, then you must've done something wrong. Things wrong with me. Yeah. So um, I'm going to introduce a concept and then we'll chat about what comes up for you. Fair enough. Okay, your brain has one job, one cell function, one purpose, one thing to do, one thing only. What is that one thing? Think. No, ew, no. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> your brain will lie to you if you let it just think. <laughs> no, ew. Uh -uh. <clears throat> to communicate things. Survival. 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 Right? It's clear when we're faced with a bear, right? Your brain takes over all body function. And you either do what? Fight or flight. Or fright. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you're faced with a bear, you already know your brain will go into survival mode and you will fight, flight, or fright right? Yeah. The same is true for the stories that we tell ourselves. And here's what I mean. You were given the story that there is something wrong with you or that you always do something wrong. And you have held on to that story. The reason you've held on to that story is for one reason and one reason only. What's that one reason? Because I used it for survival. Survival. You, my friend, are in survival mode. And most likely have been for 32 years. <laughs> Made it. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your brain is doing its job. It's keeping you alive through the stories that you continue to hold on to. And right now, the biggest one is that you are doing something wrong. So when I ask the question, why do you hold on to this? I'm doing something wrong piece. The answer is actually really clear. What is that answer? Because it worked for me. Because it keeps you alive. Survival. That's all we're talking about right here. You are in survival mode and everything that you are thinking and feeling right now is contributing to survival mode. You don't know what direction to go into and you want to learn more about yourself and you're not even really sure who you are. The reason why there's a block there is because you are in survival. You're going to have to come out of survival in order to be able to answer those questions. Why you make that face? Oh, it sounds like a lot of work. 
<laughs> what? A lot of work. Sounds like a lot of work. Actually, <laughs> it only requires one thing. Can you imagine what that one thing is? Trying. Ew. I can't believe Lancy didn't warn you. <laughs> Never ever say that word. Doing it. Doing it. Lying is lying. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> trying is lying. I'm going to send a bee to sting you in the butt every time you say the word trying. Trying is lying. When you use the word trying, what you're actually communicating in your brain is I have a back door and maybe if I don't put in a hundred percent effort, I can at least say I tried, but did you really? <sighs> no, the answer is no. Okay. The difference and here's where people get confused, but they're like, but I tried. No, you either put forth solid effort, 100% all the way committed kind of effort, or you do, in fact, try. What's in front of you? Do you have something in your hand, like a pen or something? Yeah. Let me see it. There it is. Okay, set it down. Now, try to pick it up. Don't actually pick it up because if you pick it up, you just made effort and you did it. And don't sit there and <laughs> stare at it because that's not doing it. Just try. Look at it and try to pick it up. <coughs> well. It worked out nicely. How's that working for you? You're not doing anything. And I would so actually venture to guess that you're looking at it and hoping You've got a lot of hope right now. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem with that is you're using hope as a strategy, not as a tool for inspiration. What's the difference? Hope, tool for inspiration, hope, strategy. What's the difference? Hoping doesn't act it. Mm -mm. Hope as a strategy is, is, a, is almost a fancy schmancy try. You want to hope things will happen, but you're not even putting in the effort. <laughs> no hope and no try. <laughs> okay, we can have hope as a tool for inspiration, right? Yeah. I hope that because I'm training for this marathon that I do well. I hope that because I keep putting greatness out into the world that eventually we'll have world peace. I hope that since I am pouring into my daughter, the things that I wanted to be poured into me, that she'll grow up to be a healthy, happy individual. Versus I just hope for these things, but I'm unwilling to take any action towards them. Hope as a strategy. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Right now, and you haven't even really said much, it's just the gut instinct that you probably say hope a lot, and you're using hope as a strategy, not as a tool for inspiration. Thank you. So I've brought a lot of stuff up to the surface. 
What's coming up for you right now? What are you thinking? You're not crying anymore. I don't know. I don't. The trying is lying got me. Why? I don't know. Because I, I. You say that a lot. Yeah. And, and. I don't use a lot of action words, I don't think. Other than the word try, right? Yeah. In which case, most likely are you're putting our, putting forth some sort of effort, but it's not all that you're capable of doing, right? Yeah. And I know it's not. I always know it's not, but I make excuses. Well, do you know why? Survival. Yeah. It's to be able to, um, how do I put this? It's to be able to prove that it actually is in fact true that you were doing everything wrong, which lends its way to survival, right? You, you, your brain has this story for survival purposes. And so what happens is uh, your brain is always looking for a way to validate it, to prove that it's true. And that's why the behavior then follows. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing right now. Make sense? Mm -hmm. What do we do about it? Where do we start? Not trying. Instead, what do you do? If you're not trying, what are you actually doing? Do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, you're afraid of getting the answer wrong? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you are not only in the trenches, you are burying yourself in that trench. Which trench? That's a question you have to answer. Oh, you don't answer questions either? <laughs> no. I do answer questions. I'm just not answering that one. I'm going to okay. ask you to answer it instead. Which trench? Oh, the wrong one? <laughs> Wait, what's your... Wait, that was the right answer, though, <laughs> right? The story of it's wrong, right? <laughs> uh, the story of what? That there's something wrong with you or that you're getting it all wrong. Yeah. That one. Yeah, that's, that's the trench you're in, and you're starting to bury yourself into that trench. What do, you, what do I mean? What does it mean to you when I say that? Just piling dirt on top of it? Yeah, and when you apply that to what's really happening, what does that mean? I don't know. It's so, you're so involved in that trench that you can't see a way out. And now it's almost becoming 
in uh, where you can't move, can't breathe, uh, can't function, can't think. Mm. Make sense? Yes. And most likely, I'm going to venture a guess, but I, I haven't talked to your everybody who says you're selfish, right? But most likely the reason why they're saying that term is they don't mean that you're selfish, but that you are so far into this trench, you can't really see a whole lot of what's going on. And so that makes them feel left out. Not that you're actually being selfish. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But you can't see a perspective that they have which is not in that trench. Okay. So really, when you hear them saying you're being selfish, most likely what you can actually hear them say, the truth of what they're saying is they feel like you can't see them because you're too far into your own trench. You can't. It's true. You can't. Fair enough? Yeah. Does that mean that you are incapable of doing anything about it? No. Does that mean you're stuck here forever? No. Does it really, in fact, mean that it's going to require a tremendous amount of effort? Yeah. It only takes one thing. <laughs> <laughs> what can you imagine that one thing is? Uh, get out of survival mode. Yeah, but there's something you got to do before that. Climb out of the trench. Before that, you're getting there. The first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> We've already done that. So step number two, <laughs> decide. Decide. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because mm -hmm. right now you have chosen this. Even though up to this point it has been an unconscious choice, you haven't consciously said, oh, I'm going to live in my trench and be miserable and start to bury myself in this, right? That's not how you've actually been functioning, right? But now that you're aware of it, it will be a clear choice. And so what needs to happen at this point is you need to decide. And what things follow a decision? When someone actually makes a decision, how do you know they've really made that decision? Action. Trying kind of action, hoping kind of action. Real action. Real action. Real, genuine, full-on, committed action. You're going to have to decide. Do you want to remain here? Or do you want to get out? I want to get out. I believe you. The place where we find out if you really made the decision or not is a little bit farther down the road. And we'll, <laughs> we'll see. So how do you get out? Decide. You've already decided. So now what? What's the action? What's the first action step here? 
Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and stop you. What is the one thing that keeps racing across your brain right now? I already have said that answer and it was wrong. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's almost like you could see it playing uh, across your forehead. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like the stock market on the bottom is just rolling. Yeah. Across your forehead. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. First action step. Choose something, anything. Okay. What do you want to do? Uh huh. Yeah. Now it's just stuck there like a neon sign. Um, okay. <laughs> let me let me scale the question. With what? Down. What do I want to do with what? Yeah. Let me scale it down for you. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's see. Where do you live? Um, Arlington. You're in Arlington? Oh, okay, perfect. Okay, so it's noon. Right? Mm -hmm. Unless there's a time zone change 30 minutes west of me here. <laughs> okay, it's noon. What do you want to do by one? I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, um, I, I have to be at a meeting for work by one. Okay. So you have something you actually have to do. Yeah. To be in a meeting for work by one. Is that right? Oh, you broke up. I didn't hear you. Yes. Okay. So, um, and where are you currently? Home. Okay. Where's the meeting at? Is it at home? Is it a virtual meeting? No. Or you got to go someplace. Have to go somewhere. Okay. So, what is something that you can do in between now and that meeting? To reinforce the decision that you made to get out of the trench. Be right. How do you do that? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, three minutes into the conversation, we already realized that you were not, in fact, doing everything wrong. So is it right. about doing something right or is it about just acknowledging what you, telling yourself the truth about what you are doing? Because right now you're lying to yourself, right? Yeah. Something's wrong with you. You're doing something wrong. And and it, again, it was something that was given to you and you've held on to. And we're not discrediting that, right? But the truth is, is are you really doing something wrong? No. No. The truth then must be. I'm already right. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I was testing you there. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. Um, you have a story right now. 
and you're in the trench of it. And not only are you in the trench of it, you're not even moving in it. You're buried in it. So there's, there's good reason why you can't currently essentially think for yourself, right? And you're looking to be rescued. Yes. Probably. Let's yes. The whole truth, shall we? <laughs> Probably really means. Yes. 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 Okay. I'm going to go ahead and lay out some hard truth for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. No one is coming to rescue you. If you stay here, you will die here. You are going to have to do it for yourself. Are you willing to do that? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I believe that. Or not. Even your mm-hmm came with a question mark. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> How do ships get through a uh, tight spot? Go around it. Okay. What if they run aground? What happens then? If the ship was on the ground? If the ship runs aground, what happens? How do they get out of that? Backpedal. It's time to backpedal. Okay. Are you with me? Yeah. Because you're a ship of a woman, yes? Yes. Okay. How do you backpedal? Where do we backpedal to? And how much strength do you have? <laughs> I don't want to say it again. <laughs> she didn't tell me. About you saying <laughs> then don't. Um okay. Even if you have to make it up. Make it up. Back pedal to uh back pedal to Missouri. <laughs> okay. That's where a lot of it's like started. Okay, I get that. How much strength do you have? I'm pretty exhausted right now. Okay. So then the first step is going to be what do you need in order to build strength? Because if you're going to backpedal a whole entire ship from Arlington to Missouri, we're going to need more strength than that, yes? Yeah. So what do you need to do in order to garner yourself more strength? Trust. Who? Myself. How? Make decisions. Look at all those answers you had. Did you see that? Did you did anybody see that? <laughs> <laughs> Look what happens when you start thinking for yourself. 
Did you see that? Yeah. Are you capable? Sure as I hope so. <laughs> oh, by the yes. strategy? <laughs> oh, by the tool for inspiration. Which one was that? I'm not sure. Uh, yes, I can. You can what? I don't know. Oh, I was testing you and you already went back. <laughs> I can't keep making up the answers I don't know the answer to. You just had all the answers and now all of a sudden you don't. What's the difference? I don't know. What's the difference uh, between the space where you don't know and the space where you just had all the answers? Decision. Decision. Yes, decision. Okay. Um, yeah, I changed my mind. Are you ready? Yeah. I will not be sending a bee to sting you on the ass every time you say the word try. Instead, every time you say I don't know. to be so just be calm with them hey <coughs> don't say i don't know and you won't have any problems will you i guess not <laughs> how are you feeling right now what's coming up for you what's on your mind what's on your heart i guess i can make decisions <laughs> say that again I suck at making decisions. Say it, but say it with a sliver of truth. I suck at making decisions. Say it, but say it with a chunk of truth. I suck at making decisions. <laughs> okay, P.S. That is not the truth. Say it, but say it with the whole truth and nothing but the truth go ahead spit it out spit it out yes spit it out i don't know <laughs> okay let's try this say this I do too know. I do too know. Um, stand up. Stand up? Yes. Ugh. Okay. I do too know. I do too know. I do too know. I, I do too know. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> So let's go back to this whole I suck at making decisions. Let's tell the truth. What is the truth? I can make decisions. Hello? That's the truth. Whether you suck at it or not is inconsequential, but you can too make decisions.
So I'm going to point something out right now. While you were sitting on your bed, you had a certain emotion that was running through you. What was that emotion? Look up. Look up. Hey, hi. <laughs> when you were sitting on your bed, you had a certain emotion that was running through you. What was that emotion? Hey, look up. Hey. I I, hi. 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 I know. I know what you're asking. When you're sitting on your bed, you had a certain emotion running through you. What was that emotion? Uh. <laughs> um, I have an answer for this. Yes, you do. <laughs> do you, I have an answer. I have one. I know you do. Breathe. <laughs> Uh, okay, I can do it. Breathe. <laughs> Go like this. What was that emotion? What was the emotion? It's in me. Where's it at? What was the emotion? No. Um. I don't know. Raise your right arm. The arm you're not holding the phone with. There you go. <laughs> Keep it up. Don't let it down. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Keep it up. I need help. <laughs> I'm helping you. I'm helping you. <laughs> I, the emotion I was feeling when I was sitting on the bed was um, enjoy me. Direction. Direction. Lack of it, right? Like, oh, I'm focused. I'm focused. Yeah. 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 That's it. I like that. I like that. Don't <laughs> put your arm down. My arm is still up. Join me, won't you? There you go. Okay. Now that you're standing up and you're doing wacky things with your body, what's the emotion that you feel right now? Weird. Weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> weird in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's different, yes, to go from unfocused to going to weird? Yeah. Is weird okay? I don't know. Is weird That's okay? That's a bad one for me. It's probably uh, a bad comparison for what you're using it for. What does weird mean to you? Weird's bad. Weird means that people don't want to be around you or okay. be your friend or talk to and you. What about unfocused? What about unfocused? What happens there? Well, that's one of the things that weird people do. Oh, uh, so you were weird there too, huh? Yeah. So you would. I mean, HD, that's probably something that you needed to know. No, that's just the label. It's a bunch of crap. Uh, on the bed, you were unfocused and weird. Now you're just standing up and just weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But both of them equal nobody wants to be around you because. Let me guess. Ooh, let me guess. 
<laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> Probably. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I want to point something out, though. You're in motion right now. How do you feel right now? Normal. Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> the freaking phone. Like, I mean, not, not weird. You were unfocused and weird. When I made you do weird shit, you were definitely weird. And now you're just simply in motion and you're normal? I don't, yeah, I guess so. What's the difference? Stay in motion, don't stop. Uh, the difference is that I'm actually moving. And what happens when you move? My blood flows so my brain can survive. And you can actually think. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when you stop and you get still, you go, you go put more dirt on your lap. When you get up and you move, you're not buried anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'll take you all the way back to the initial question we started with here. Right? You've made the choice to get out of the trench. What's the first action step? Get up. Get up. Get moving. You're not going to be able to do it if you keep sitting there and stay idle. Because that idle place is the place where you have no answers, where you are in fact buried and you are immovable, close to death. Your whole color, like you're actually breathing and everything is different now that you're in motion. It's almost like you're alert. Maybe even a little focused. Is that focus <laughs> I see in there? Get up get moving and yet look i'm not asking you to go run a marathon here you're just walking around in your bedroom how hard was that how hard was that it wasn't mm -mm. so this other story that you have is this going to be long and hard crap not it's as easy as what you're doing right now mm -hmm. first of all you had to decide and i know i told you what to do but you could have said no but instead you decided to get up see what this is about don't stop stay in motion take me wherever you want to go just don't stop <laughs> <laughs> okay What's coming up for you right now? What you thinking? <laughs> uh, I need to clean my room. <laughs> Didn't I plan on you seeing like that back couple of pillows? <laughs> in my whole room. <laughs> I've seen it all. Look at that spot on the mirror. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stop There's not anything on the mirror. <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, this is a different I don't know, isn't it? Yeah. What's the difference? It's, I don't know, it feels less negative. It feels less like I'm missing something that I'm supposed to know. Yeah, it's more of a, I don't know, but maybe eventually I'll figure it out. Yeah. Versus before it was, I don't know. <laughs> Robert knows what he wants me to do. Oh, he wants a cuddle, buddy. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not screaming. Do you see the power of motion for you? Mm -hmm. When you get up and you start moving, you go from this place of I'm just a victim and I'm doing everything wrong to maybe there's something more. What, what, what is possible? There's actually thought in there. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. From a place of thinking, actually thinking, and what can you do? What's possible here? Stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stuff. I don't know what I want. (laughs) I know. We're not there yet. I didn't ask you what you wanted, did I? I just asked what's possible. Anything. Are you ready for that? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are you really sure? Yes. Hey, look at that. Look how you didn't waver when I tested you. (laughs) Hey. Yay. Yay. Look, all you did was get up and move. You are in there. You are in there. What you want is in there. First step is what? Moving. Get up, get moving. Right now, we need to generate the energy it's going to require to continue to backpedal this ship all the way to Missouri. Fair enough? Yeah. You're not going to be able to do it from a seated position. Not. Laying down? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. How are you feeling right now? All right. I'll take it. Is that any different than when you first got on? Yeah. How so? Just um less trapped, like I can find the answer somehow. <laughs> yeah. And who untrapped you? I did. <laughs> I know that's the right answer. <laughs> Is that what you really believe? I believe it required some assistance, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I might have lent an assisting hand, but you had to get up and you had to start moving. Right? Yes. Okay, you did in fact do it. 
did you do anything wrong in the process? Said I don't know a bunch. No, 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 I did nothing wrong in the process. <laughs> Can you accept that? Yes. How? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's going to feel weird. Because mm -hmm. the truth is the truth. You can't do anything about it. It's immovable, unyielding, clear, concise. And the truth is, is that you did nothing wrong. You, you did all the things that you needed to do. And here's where you are now. Is there anything wrong with that? No. It will feel, feel weird. Because you're used to telling yourself, yes. Mm. So when you start telling yourself no, the first thing you feel is weird. And that mm. is okay. That is a normal reaction. Fair enough? Yeah. Are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody gets homework. Are you ready for your homework? Mm-hmm. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Get up, get moving. <laughs> I got a pen for that. I know. <laughs> I watched you. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I mean? Make decisions. Yes. Can you do it from a seated position? No. Just start. You're going to make me run. <laughs> what did you say? I was like, oh, are you going to make me run? <laughs> no, not yet. Maybe. Not yet. <laughs> start making decisions. And do you uh, journal or write or anything like that? Sometimes. Sometimes. So, um, just keep a little notebook and when you need to make a decision, write down what it is, what you're deciding between, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if you're having to make a choice about dinner, you know, you can just write real quickly dinner. Uh, if you're making a choice between daughter and significant other, just put daughter and significant other, whether that, whatever that looks like for you. You're deciding what to watch, what to do, what to wear. Are you with me? Yeah. So uh, log at least five things a day that you're needing to make a decision on. Why do you think that's important? To show myself that I can make decisions. Not only is that, but let's see where we're actually needing to make decisions. What's actually coming up? Where are you spending your energy in, in the decisions that you're trying to focus on? Make sense? Mm -hmm. So we can actually know, are you deciding life and death stuff here? Or are you just deciding chicken or beef? Fair enough? Yeah. You got any questions for me? I feel like this is going to make me look selfish. Great. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, that that's what it is. Oh, the homework itself <clears throat> is going to make you look selfish. 
Yeah, because like a common thing that me and my fiance like we go back and forth about is like making decisions. And so if I just like flat out make decisions, then I look like I'm not, you know, being a active participant in a relationship. I'm just an active participant by myself. That's not the truth, is it? Are you being selfish? By making choices, by making decisions. Are you being selfish? By doing what what I want, I no. Did I say go out and do everything you want to do? No. What did I say? Make decisions. Make decisions. Uh, sometimes that may include other people. Yeah. What is the decision? What are you guys going to have for dinner? I didn't say you had to force your decision on everybody else. Yeah. I said make a decision. Okay. Right now, she's used to you not making any decisions at all, isn't she? Yeah. So what do you think might happen as a result of you saying, I want the damn chicken. We're having chicken. <laughs> what do you think will happen? Um, I don't know. Well, number one. She might feel less responsibility or like she has to carry as much. She might be free to relax. Right. She might go, whoa. Lindsay taking charge. I like this. <laughs> you might go, uh, honey, no, we're not having chicken. We're having beef. Does that mean you did anything wrong? No. Everything starts from a place of decision. <clears throat> and if you guys are always going back and forth between, oh, chicken or beef, chicken or beef, I don't know, you decide, I don't know, you decide, I don't know, you decide. What happens in the relationship? We spend the whole fucking thing worried about where we're eating dinner. Do you ever actually get to what you fucking want? <laughs> no. No. Somebody has to go first. Right now, she probably thinks you're being selfish because you just won't make a fucking choice. And she's like, free me up. You choose for crying out loud. And I just gave I never you, thought about it that way. I just gave you permission to do it. Okay. Did that clear that up for you? Mm-hmm. Decide what you're going to do with your daughter. Don't make me have to do it. Yeah. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. Make decisions. Yes. At least. Five a day. A day. And then we're just writing down real quickly what you, what the decision was about. Was it about dinner? Was it about clothes? What is about work? Was it about daughter? Was it right? <laughs> Nothing too elaborate. Unless you want to. Okay. Fair enough? Mm-hmm. All right.
Thank you for listening to this episode on the Bold Survivor Collective. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you want more and join us over on the Facebook group, the Bold Survivor Collective, where we keep the conversation going and we keep on rising up and thriving, y'all. Bye.